Hello and welcome to Style Not Fashion with me, Talia. I'm so excited to talk to you guys today about unpopular opinions. Happy drop day. Happy Wednesday if you're listening to this on Wednesday. I am on my comfy couch and today I have water with me. If you are new here, I want to introduce myself. My name is Talia. I work full-time in the product development industry in the fashion world at a globally known off-price retailer. If you are returning, welcome back. Don't forget to leave a review. Tell me what you liked. Tell me what you didn't like. And without further ado, let's get into some unpopular opinions. First up, as always, we have our bougie and budget categories. If you are new here, this is where I suggest some items that you might want to add to your closet responsibly, of course. The budget category is something that is a little bit more affordable. It really could be anything. And the bougie category is something a little bit more elaborate. And I like to focus on small businesses or consignment shops or online thrift stores for this one to support the environment and also they're fabulous, so why not? Up for bougie, we have a J.W. Anderson shoulder bag in white leather from The Real Real. This bag looks like it could be an all-around great everyday bag. I believe you can also make it into a crossbody, which is fabulous. And the shoulder strap seems to be pretty well-made and, and a double one at that. I think this could be fun all year round and for all occasions. I love white bags. I think that they go in every season, not just summer and spring. Again, that's my unpopular opinion. No, it's not unpopular. That'll be linked in the episode notes for you. Up for budget this week, we have dividers from Amazon for your drawers or as standalone storage boxes. These have inserts in them. So you put one item, one singular item folded in each little pocket. And it's great because for drawers, you don't have to be shuffling around all of the contents of your drawer to get at what you need. Once you take it out, you can kind of see what's missing, where to put things, where to replenish when you do laundry. I think these are great. And I use them for actually my dance stuff and I put them above my giant wardrobes that I have now and I kind of just pull them down from the wardrobe pull out what I need and get on with my dance day that will also be linked for you in the episode notes so let's get into unpopular opinions starting with number one are in no order whatsoever number one People who say the thrift store is only for those less fortunate and shouldn't be used for resellers, for the middle class, for the upper class, or for anyone else besides people who are really struggling. Okay. 
this isn't so much an unpopular opinion as it is something that is objectively incorrect. We live in a world full of landfills of clothing, landfills of clothing. A lot, the majority of what the Goodwill has, what the Salvation Army has, even consignment stores, the majority of it does not get sold and it goes into the landfill. We all have a duty to prevent that. The more people going into the store, the more people buying things, the less of it ends up in the landfill, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care if you feel that these organizations are unhealthy for our economy, they have some bad ways, they have some evil motivations, or they're not doing what they say that they're doing, they're not, they're not doing enough, still money there at the Goodwill or the Salvation Army is going to be better than money at the mall. I've done my research on this, so you don't have to. A lot of the population that really needs to shop at these stores and has no other option actually don't need the things that they sell, if that makes sense. They don't need your shirt from Zara and dress from H&M. What they actually need is socks, is the number one thing, I believe, and underwear and coats. The coats at the Goodwill are all marked up. They can't buy those. And no one donates their underwear and no one donates their socks. So there it is. I said it. I'm not saying this because I was personally victimized. I just see this mindset a lot on TikTok and it needs to be stopped because it is pathetic. We are supporting, if you don't go in and buy things from the Goodwill, the Goodwill won't be there to provide for the people who actually need it. It's a, it's a hypocritical mindset. All right, point number two is a little lighter, a little bit more materialistic, a little bit more fun. Let's talk about the Samsung Styler. I've never seen anyone on these style platforms talk about this device. This is by the brand Samsung. It hangs out in your laundry room or your bedroom, your closet, and it is basically an all-in-one dry cleaning machine. You it comes with a hanger, right? So you're done with your item. You hang it up. You hang it up in the wardrobe. You close the door. Not to mention the whole thing is beautiful. It's like floor to ceiling. You know, it's like thousands of dollars. But besides the point, besides the point, it goes from floor to ceiling and you close the door and you put it on a dry clean cycle and it can actually disinfect and steam all in one your coats and just those things that you have to dry clean and it can also clean your um, pillows and linens and things that are just really difficult to clean and suits especially so my unpopular opinion is that this is the cool thing coolest thing ever I've I we need to we need to blow this up we need to make this mainstream so that we can get the price down and people can afford it this is so cool 
So cool. I will link this in the episode notes so you can check it out. My next unpopular opinion is that the next wave of influencers are all going to be about wearing a few things or wearing just one particular item in all these different ways. People are going to be famous for wearing one or two items that they're kind of known for and styling them all these different ways. As this new movement of capsule dressing, of sustainable wardrobes explodes, we will see also an explosion of influencers and people who choose to focus on this, choose to focus on one thing that makes them stand out and they outfit repeat. It could be as simple as a white t-shirt or it could be as extravagant as a vest. Moving on. Is your outfit cute and creative and special or are you just hot? It's fun to see crazy outfits and things that you would never think to put together. But I can't help but think if the person is actually just cute and they could wear a trash bag and pull it off. Or is the outfit really something that's <laughs> contributing? Is it special? Is it new? Is it unique? It's fair to say that the more attractive you are, the more you can get away with. I guess the more you can experiment, or maybe it's really just your confidence. Maybe those types of people just have the confidence to pull that off. But at the same time, does it make your outfit work? Because you're a model? Because you are in that 1%? Someone needs to do a study on this. Maybe this is what I'll do my master's on. Just how much... People can get away with like, oh, like I like that. Oh, do you like it because she looks good or do you like it because the actual outfit is good? It's crazy to see how much emphasis we subconsciously place on that, on beauty when deciding whether or not we like someone's outfit, their art, their expression. My next unpopular opinion has to do with the lovely city of Boston. And here I'm not trying to be pessimistic at all, but they are saying that Boston is extremely conformist. I guess we have, we score really high when it comes to conformity. And that translates to the way that we dress. And it's very interesting because. Once I registered this, once I saw that Boston was scoring high on the conformity um, chart, I could see this reflected so clearly in not only our behavior, but the way that we dress. I guess this isn't so much as an unpopular opinion as it is just a fact. If you research online, you'll come across this. And it's not necessarily an opinion. I guess maybe it's just a fact 
that I'm not sure a lot of people are aware of. And I'd like to talk about whether or not this is something that has to do with the fact we, does this reflect unity? Are we, are we like Japan in that we dress similarly because we have a strong sense of community? We have a strong sense of togetherness, not so much togetherness, but a duty to others. Are we, or is it just because we are competitive with each other and we, we see that as, as a sign of success? I don't know. This is a rhetorical question, but it's interesting to put this in your mind. And if you live here, this is maybe news to you, maybe not, maybe it's old news. Maybe I'm just new to this fact, but it is super interesting to think about regardless of where you live. Does, con- does conformity and the level that your state or your territory or your country conforms to, is that, is that, does that affect the style? Does that affect the way you dress? My next unpopular opinion is that people who think they aren't involved in fashion actually could be the most involved. I say this, if you've ever watched The Devil Wears Prada, you know the scene where Andy comes in with her cerulean top and I forget her name, but let's talk Anna Wintour. She says, you think you're so exempt from the style world, yet the very top you're wearing that you fished out of the clearance bin represents hundreds of jobs and billions of dollars, and that color has trickled down from the runway, and she basically explains how trends work, how trends trickle down, and how they affect your buying patterns and your taste, actually. Okay, I see. You think this has nothing to do with you. You go to your closet and you select, I don't know, that lumpy blue sweater, for instance, because you're trying to tell the world that you take yourself too seriously to care about what you put on your back. But what you don't know is that that sweater is not just blue. It's not turquoise. It's not lapis. It's actually cerulean. You're also blithely unaware of the fact that in 2002, Oscar de la Renta did a collection of cerulean gowns. And then I think it was Yves Saint Laurent, wasn't it, who showed cerulean military jackets? I think we need a jacket here. Mm. And then cerulean quickly showed up in the collections of eight different designers. And then it uh, filtered down through the department stores and then trickled on down into some tragic casual corner where you no doubt fished it out of some clearance bin. However, that blue represents millions of dollars and countless jobs. And it's sort of comical how you think that you've made a choice that exempts you from the fashion industry when in fact you're wearing a sweater that was selected for you by the people in this room. Sorry for all the rustling. She kept moving around and fluffing this tutu while she's talking to Andy. 
and she absolutely destroys her. But that's just the point I'm trying to make. It's an interesting one. I've talked about it before on here, but I think it's one that I return to a lot and it just gets me thinking how much thought is put behind the things we wear and the things that we don't think matter at all. That's all I have for you guys today. If you liked this, please do leave a review on Spotify or wherever you are listening to this, perhaps Apple Podcasts. This just helps people find the show. Again, everything talked about in today's episode will be linked in the episode notes. So if you click on the actual episode, you will find links there. Everything I'm about to tell you is linked in the show notes. So that's the landing page where you are able to rate the show. You're going to want to click on show more and that will take you to this. SNF's Instagram is linked as well as SNF's TikTok. My personals are also on there. My Poshmark is also linked as well as my LinkedIn. If you are a professional like myself in sourcing or product development, don't hesitate to connect with me on LinkedIn. Also, if I can help you with anything professionally, don't hesitate to connect with me on LinkedIn. If you have questions about the podcast, if you want to suggest a topic, if you have questions on anything specific, please do reach out to me on Instagram. I'm always available there. Also, at the end of on the episode details, you can suggest a topic there. Also, please don't hesitate to join the new Geneva group chat that is also linked in the episode notes. It's a great place where people can connect and share ideas based on what we talk about. So I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you for all of the support. I've been having some international support more often than I usually get. So thank you so much for that. I do see the downloads go up overnight, which is pretty cool. People on the other side of the world are listening. Um, so I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will see you in the next one. Take care.